Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. Hey, good morning, everyone. <clears throat> good morning, everyone. Hello, thank you. Guys, my name is Benji. Um, I've already seen a whole bunch of friendly faces this morning. I'm looking forward to seeing more. I couldn't be more excited to be here. I work with a company called Breakthrough Academy, and I've got 15 minutes, the timer's going in fact, to talk about three brutally honest observations after a thousand business assessments. Um, can we slide the slide forward? There we go, thank you. I hate talking about myself, but my, my marketing team says, you need a bio slide, and I'm like, okay, whatever. So anyway, really quick, okay? My role at Breakthrough Academy, over the last four and a half years, um, I've assessed north of a thousand contractors on their way into the program. What we do, actually, just as a quick aside, we systemize contracting businesses for growth. We're working with about 450 contractors all over North America. A bunch of them are in this room. And we help them set up financial systems. We help them design their organizational structure. We help them build recruiting and hiring systems, training and onboarding platforms. There's a lot that goes into scaling a company, as a lot of you know. That's why you're here. And it's my role as an assessment specialist to essentially sit down with a contractor who's checking us out and learning more about the platform. And I grill them for about two hours. I ask them about their mission. I ask them about their team. I ask them about their profit margins. I say, what, I want to know what's going well, what isn't going well, what are your obstacles? It's a very, very involved, it's a very involved meeting. I take copious notes. And I make a determination, is this business in a place where we can help it, number one? And is this entrepreneur, both the, are, they, are they the caliber of business owner that we, that we like to work with? And is their mindset in the right place for us to begin implementing, okay? And so the next few minutes, I just, I want to share with you what I've learned from these, from these, I think 1,200 meetings over the last four and a half years. It's like 2,000 hours just sitting with contractors and listening. And there's two reasons I want to share this stuff. The first, I, I really feel, you've kind of heard this in a few videos and some of the other speakers have mentioned this. When you hear what, that other people are struggling with the same stuff that you are, there's a level of catharsis. There's like a sense of relief. You're like, oh my God, thank goodness. Like I'm not the only one, right? And the second reason I want to share this stuff with you is because I feel that these three things are probably the biggest gaps that, that, that contractors struggle with. Another way to phrase this would be while 95% of business owners don't do a good enough job in these three areas, the 5% that do excel. And we track this stuff, we track the metrics of our members very, very closely. I can tell you with data behind this that the business owners that really dial in these three pieces of their business are the highest performers with the biggest revenue numbers, the highest net profit margins, etc. So I'm going to go through all three here. 
The first point I want to make, you can see it just says unclear vision. So one of the very first questions I get into with an entrepreneur is I say, tell me about your vision. Like, what is your painted picture five years from now, 10 years from now? What gets you excited? How big do you want your business to be? How many people need to be in it? Are there new markets you want to expand into? Like, tell me what gets you fired up as an entrepreneur. Like, there's a reason you're doing this, right? So tell me about that. And I have to say, I am, I'm met with um, a fairly blurry picture a lot of the time, okay? Business owners will say, well, you know, I would like to grow and um, be cool if we made some more money. Um, I'd like to work less. And it's like, right, okay, I got it. How are you gonna do that though, right? Another, another way this question will be answered is in terms of what they don't want. Well, you know what? I'm working so hard right now. My business is super chaotic. I feel like I'm reacting to stuff all the time. You know, I've got a young family, I, or I'm going to start a young family. I have hobbies. Like, I just, I don't want to do this forever, right? So they're able to speak about it in terms of what they definitely don't want. Now, I understand why this is hard. Crafting a really, really detailed vision is very hard. There's a couple reasons. Um, the first can be sort of summarized by one of my favorite Mike Tyson quotes. Does anyone know the quote I'm gonna? What's the Mike Tyson quote? Everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the face. Does that resonate with some of you? 100% it does. So the reason I love that quote and the, and the way that it applies to this is that as an entrepreneur, you get punched in the face often and early, especially in those first few years as a business owner, right? You are just battling, you're fighting someone. I could come and say, oh, it's really important that you make a plan. And you're like, screw off, man. I'm just trying to get through this week right? And that, that grind phase is a necessary part of the journey. It's not, I don't, it's not something I want you to think you need to skip through or it's bad if you're there. We've all been there, myself included. But if you let that become a habitual thing and you don't realize that it's a phase you're meant to move out of, you can actually stay in that grind mindset for way longer than you need to. So I really encourage business owners, as soon as you get a breath of fresh air, as soon as you can, it's important to bring your head up, think about the long-term future, in a lot more detail. So here's why this is so important, okay? There's a couple really important reasons. The first is a business that isn't going anywhere attracts people that aren't going anywhere. You guys get that, right? A business that isn't going anywhere attracts people that aren't going anywhere. The second thing that you're losing out on is the law of attraction. Now this might sound a little bit hokey, but I've seen this work enough times that I, I truly believe in it. When you get extremely intentional about something, you add detail, you craft that vision in stunning clarity, you can articulate it verbally and in written form to the rest of your team, the universe has this funny way of just helping you out. Stuff starts to go your way, right? You, you meet somebody at a soccer game who totally could be your next great office manager. You get a contract that you land that you thought you had no business even bidding on. Like I just find that when people are really clear mentally about where they're going with their company, you kind of get helped out in a whole bunch of different ways. So here's my advice on this. The first piece with, with unclear vision is just be real with yourself, right? 
if you, today, when you leave this, this session, as you're walking to the next breakout, ask yourself, do I know in five years like, how big I want my business to be in revenue, what my gross profit margin would need to be, what my net profit margin needs to be, what systems I'm going to need to implement, what technology I'm going to need to absorb into the company, key roles that I'll need to hire. How long is this probably going to take? How much, what role do I want to play within my company? Right? If you've answered no to any of those questions, that should be a little alarm bell for you going, my vision's a little unclear. I might want to clean that up. My second piece of advice is come find us at our booth today. I've got a free one-page strategic planning tool that we'll just, I'm happy to give away for free. It's something our members pay us for that will help you translate that mental image into a document that's clean, clear, and super, super easy to take action on and, um, and start to have your team buy into. Okay, so that's the first piece, unclear vision. Um, the second piece, or t the second thing that I think a lot of, I've noticed a lot of contractors struggle with are tough conversations. So... <clears throat> Naturally, another question I want to ask you about is their leadership, right? Tell me about your key reports. Tell me about your meeting rhythms, your strategy. And I really want to know, tell me about how you hold people accountable in your company. What does accountability look like in your business? And I have to say that despite the macho demeanor and the big truck and the confidence and your aptitude in other areas, most of you, most of you are big teddy bears, right? And when it comes time to really like be firm, hold someone accountable to a commitment that they've made, you shy away from it. Now, I get it. These conversations suck. And to be clear, no one loves this. No one enjoys these. No one wants to be the bad guy. It's, it's fun for no one. But it is an extremely necessary part of a business, okay? For two reasons. The first is that high performers actually look to be held accountable. You are not serving yourself by, sorry, you're not serving your team by avoiding tough conversations. You are serving yourself, okay? And the best of the best, the elite performers are looking for structure. They're looking for firm leadership. They're looking to be held accountable. The second reason tough conversations are an extremely important facet of your entrepreneurial tool belt and why I encourage you to get more comfortable with them is you can't develop anyone without these, right? This standard is the standard. Who knows who Sean McVay is? Show of hands. Okay, Sean McVay is the coach of the LA Rams who just won the Super Bowl. And on their locker room wall, it just says, the standard is the standard, which is one of my favorite mantras. It just means, okay, the standard is not up for debate. Excellence is always the goal and it's self-evident and that is always what we're going for. You can screw up. We can lose a game. You can drop a pass. That's fine. But the standard is not up for debate, right? You as the leader of your business are both the definer of the standard and then the whole, you hold that line as well. So my advice on this, the first thing I would say <clears throat> is tune into Contractor Evolution, our podcast, in three weeks. We have a full episode just on critical conversations, how to have them, how to prepare for one, how to execute. We give an entire framework on how to deliver these in a more effective way so that action is actually taken. And there's also a really great book called Crucial Accountability. If you want the link for that, um, it's not expensive. Come, come find me after this and we can talk more about these tough conversation things. But this is a big piece, and I've noticed in these assessments, most people are a little nervous about them. So if that's you, something to be aware of. 
The third piece, I've saved the best for last. So the third thing that I see contractors struggle with is attracting talent. There's a lot of reasons why team building is much harder than it was five years ago, certainly 10 years ago. Does anyone feel that? Show of hands. Does anyone go, man, this just didn't used to be that hard, right? I've got news for you. It is harder. There's some big macroeconomic trends at play that have made this situation a bit more of a choke point than it was 10 years ago. The market has boomed. There's been an increase in talent demand. The talent supply has declined. So there's a real pinch point here when it comes to people. The reality is you run a human-driven business, and you will for a while yet. I don't see any painting robots at this PCA Expo yet. And the, you know, I, th I think we're a, we're a long ways away from Elon Musk sort of taking over the painting industry. We, we are going to rely on human beings for a long time yet. And as such, this attracting talent piece needs to be an extremely high priority in your business activities. But what I find, and I'm disappointed by, is that for most entrepreneurs, attracting talent is a secondary or tertiary activity. Something that they get to when they have time. Right? If I, if I actually ask an entrepreneur to open up their agenda, hey, can I see your weekly schedule? 80% of their time is dedicated to selling, estimating, little bit of production stuff, maybe some financial tracking, and then there's like a half hour block every two weeks, maybe, devoted to recruiting. And I'm always like, that's weird, because you just spent half an hour talking about how much, how hard it is to find good people, and how frustrated you are by some people on your team, and how, how you could do so much more work if only you had like one foreman and two experienced painters. Like, isn't that just what you spent the last half an hour ranting about? And yet, okay, you're spending less than 10% of your time on this activity. So, my simple advice here is when it comes to people, getting work is abundant. That is not the choke point in your business. Good quality people are a much, much, much rarer commodity that you need to spend more time searching for. Okay, so I'm gonna go deeper on attracting talent. Today, we've got a really, really great workshop. Um, it's called how to, how, to how to Hire in a Talent Shortage. I'm gonna talk about it in a second. These are a couple pieces here. These are members of ours. This is Kim. She runs a big business called All Elements. About people, okay, she had to say, learning how to hire people property was the most pivotal system. It allowed us to go from one million a year to one million a month. She's a close friend of mine. We live in the same city. Unbelievable entrepreneur. And for her, this attracting talent piece um, was a massive, massive game changer. Toby Woodowis. One of our favorite painters. We spend 40 hours per week, per hi 40 hours per hire, but now we have killer candidates and high retention. We wasted hundreds of, hour hundreds of hours on bad people without a process. Okay, those are, those are some of our members' thoughts on team building. I've only got a couple minutes left, I think less, a couple seconds left. So I'm just going to close with this, guys. Um, we have a talk called How to Hire in a Talent Shortage today at 145 in Regency Hall. 
Um, if you want to go deeper on the team building piece, we're going to lay out how to build a recruitment funnel. We're going to talk about how this talent shortage came to be in the first place. It's a really, really good hour and 15 long workshop with tons of takeaways. If you want to go deeper on any of the things we talked about, how to build a strategic plan, I've got a tool for you. How to, how to approach and execute tough conversations with a little more confidence. Let's have a conversation about that. Or you want to ask questions about how to hire higher quality staff, come find us at booth 213 tomorrow. Once again, my name is Benji. I'm with Breakthrough Academy. I'm really excited to be here, and I can't wait to hang out with all of you guys over the next couple days. So thank you for listening, and let's have a really, really fun day today. Paynet Podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.